Birch Gold, folks, uh, listen, your wallet, you may have uh, the same amount of money in it today or tomorrow, but you know what inflation does? It makes the money buy less and less and less. It does the same for your savings account. You've got to protect your assets and your money. So how are you hedging and protecting against inflation? Well, do what I do. Use Birch Gold, B-I-R-C-H. That's right. I buy gold from Birch Gold. I've done it multiple times, and you can too. And listen to this. If you text Dan, D-A-N, to 989898 for your free information kit on gold, you'll get a free gold bar with any purchase by December 22nd. But you have to claim your offer by Black Friday. Text Dan to 989898. Secure your future with gold. Birch Gold. Do it today. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Dan Bongino. Welcome to the Bongino Brief. I'm Dan Bongino. I sincerely do not understand what the lunatic lib media and the lib activists and the talking head lunatics are celebrating. I don't. I'm a realist. I'm not overly optimistic about anything. I don't get buy into the whole swamp GOP narrative either. But what the hell they're celebrating, I I don't understand. It looks like we're going to take back the House. There's a darn good chance the Senate as well. They may lose two critical governorships, while the ones they gained were in liberal states that were bound to get them back anyway. Uh, they lost congressional districts in areas that were turning blue, now turning purple again. What, what the hell are they celebrating? North Carolina, it turns out, was almost as big a washout for the Democrats as was Florida. Again, these are stories you're not hearing about in the apocalyptic liberal media. And this is what I don't like about expect, uh, setting expectations too high. I, I warned you about this. We did it. Did, I mean, Joe, we could play the cuts, but I don't want to be ridiculous. Like, hey, look at us patting ourselves on the back. I said, I don't want to hear any more about a red wave. And I, not that I can control the narrative any more than, you know, I'm not a speech censor, but I didn't want to hear about it because it sets expectations so high that even when we win, we lose. You get it? It's like, you know, in a boxing match saying, oh, I'm going to knock my opponent out in the first round. You win by decision. Everybody thinks you lost the match. That was a huge mistake. North Carolina was a near blowout for them. Lost the Senate seat. They lost the Supreme Court. They lost legislative seats. You're not even hearing about that. Florida was an absolute apocalypse for the left. They're celebrating this. They're celebrating this. The, the largest swing state in the union is no longer a swing state. They're no longer. You have California, Texas, Florida. Texas red, California blue. Florida's now off the map. What are you celebrating? Arizona. We'll see what happens in the Senate race. But the governor's race looks really good. New York. New York was an apocalypse for them. They lost seats all over the place. I mean, come on, guys. Uh, Folks, I had a bunch of people email me after my show went nuclear yesterday saying, Dan, I'm so glad you put it in perspective. I feel better about this now. Listen, it was a good day for us. It wasn't a great day. The reason it wasn't a great day, but was a good day. It was not a bad day. Stop, you know, stop the nonsense. Don't buy into the liberal nonsense. Is because it's my, it's not bad yet enough theory. Joe, Joe inspired me yesterday. At the beginning of yesterday's podcast, listen to it if you haven't yet. Mm. Didn't, we not, didn't script it. It's some kind of thing. Hey, Joe, you ask me this. We don't do that stuff. And Joe's got free reign to do whatever he wants. He uses it judiciously. You know, and he said to me, you know, what the hell is it going to like take for them? And I said, there you go, buddy. You just inspired a, a whole segment of the show. It's not bad enough yet. It's just not. The reason we didn't win probably another 20 congressional seats is because in those congressional districts, the personal cost to Democrat voters isn't high enough yet for them to put the item back on the shelf. It's not. The cost isn't enough. They took the Democrats off the shelf and they're buying it. 
They're buying it because they have been indoctrinated by teachers from kindergarten into college that Democrats care about the little guy. And it's really hard for them to divorce themselves from this tribalism they've been taught since they're kids. Folks, you almost have to feel bad for them. Oh, we shouldn't feel bad. No, I mean, you really do. They bring this on themselves. They're causing themselves this level of torture in their daily lives. Inflation, drug crises, crime on the streets that doesn't have to be there. They're doing this to themselves. It just isn't bad enough yet. The price is not high enough for them yet to put the Democrats back on the shelf. It's just not. But it's going to be. I told you yesterday, the Giuliani parallel, I lived through it in New York. Giuliani runs, crime is out of control in New York, loses the first time. Everybody's like, oh, man, same thing as yesterday. We should have won. What, what needs to happen? They asked the same questions Joe did. Well, I'll tell you what needed to happen. 2,000 more people needed to be killed each year over four more years under Dinkins, and then they elected him. Don't be down. Don't. You know, I don't do faux. Go listen to my shows after uh, Trump lost and we lost the two Georgia seats. You think I was giving you any faux optimism? You remember that, Joe. I'm like, yeah, folks, this, this really oh, blows. Yeah. Is it, I, did not, I did not try to put lipstick on that. More in a minute, but first. Birch Gold, folks, uh, listen, your wallet, you may have uh, the same amount of money in it today or tomorrow, but you know what inflation does? It makes the money buy less and less and less. It does the same for your savings account. You've got to protect your assets and your money. How do I do it? I use Birch Gold. The situation's going to get worse right now. We have runaway inflation because big government folks spent a lot of money we didn't have. You know what their solution is? To print and spend more money. So how are you hedging and protecting against inflation? Well, do what I do. Use Birch Gold, B-I-R-C-H. That's right. I buy gold from Birch Gold. Done it multiple times, and you can too. And listen to this. If you text Dan, D-A-N, to 989898 for your free information kit on gold, you'll get a free gold bar with any purchase by December 22nd. But you have to claim your offer by Black Friday. Don't let the left destroy the value of your savings in your wallet. Text Dan to 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. You can own physical gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account in Birch Gold. They'll help you do it. When you place an order by December 22nd, Birch Gold will send you a free gold bar. Text Dan to 989898. Secure your future with gold. Birch Gold. Do it today. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Message and data rate supply. Big show today. You ever wondered what happened to legendary Chuck Norris, the action star world champion black belt and U.S. veteran well? I saw a video he made. I was shocked. He's in his 80s. He's still kicking butt, working out. He looks amazing. He stays active. I mean, a guy looks like he's in his 40s. What's even more shocking is he's stronger, can work out longer, and he has plenty of energy left over, keeping him sharp and focused. Chuck Norris is able to do all this because he made a simple change. It makes him and his family feel great. He made a special short video, explains everything easily to you. Make sure you check it out today by going to chuckdefense.com slash Bongino. could change the way you think about health. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. You won't believe how simple it is. Be prepared to be amazed. The guy seriously looks incredible. That's chuckdefense.com slash Bongino or text Bongino to 511-511. Message and data rate supply. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. The product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Here's a hint that involves this stuff. It's really good. Expect things to get worse. So, oh my gosh, I don't want to hear about getting worse. No, 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 you do, because I promise you it's going to get better. You have my word. 
You need some of these people need to bottom out. And when it does, it's going to turn around. One quick note, it, it is absolutely unreal that, again, in the world's most advanced economy, we still refuse to count the vote in Arizona like civilized human beings. What the hell to the, is uh, up with dude, that? Dude, to the, dude, that's like triple to the secretary of state and the people in Arizona who are, 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 who are, uh, are administering this voting system. You understand it is an intergalactic embarrassment what you're doing right now with these vote drops. It is a disgrace that you refuse. We know what's going on here. Now, Harmeet Dillon was on last night, the Tucker Carlson show. Excellent lawyer. She was on my radio show yesterday. Harmeet was on last night. She was explaining this humiliating Democrat strategy to extend election day into election month with Joe, vote drops. Hey, let's, uh, Carrie Lake's got some momentum. Let's drop some votes from a blue county. I mean, this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Just get the vote out. Armie Dillon explains this humiliating process to embarrass the nation and prolong vote counting. Remember, they love to sue to blue the left. Sue. So the longer the time they have to sue in a close election, the better. That's why they love this stuff. Here's Harmeet explaining what's going on and how Arizona totally screwed up their vote process. Go call Ron DeSantis. Figure out how we do it here. We got a bigger population. Check this out. What is the latest in these two races? Well, the latest, Tucker, is that the Maricopa County party is like way behind. The county is way behind in counting these votes. And one of the reasons here is that they switched a couple of years ago to what's called a vote center model. So instead of the old fashioned model where you would go vote in a precinct, they actually uh, cut the number of places you could vote by two thirds. So it made it a little harder and less accessible to vote. And then they don't have preprinted ballots when you go to vote. So wherever you wander and show up, they then print a ballot for you, which takes time. And if the printers are screwed up and the tabulators are screwed up, which is what happened in Maricopa County, despite testing, which is the job of the county officials, then you have the chaos that you're seeing on the screen there. And you have two hour lines. You have poorly trained election officials who aren't used to this model telling people they can just go to another place to vote. But they can't when they go to the next place. They've told they're told they've already voted this disenfranchised voters yesterday. There you go, folks centralized voting centers. They're not printing ballots in advance, not printing ballots in advance. Why again, why would you do that? Why would you do this? Like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania saying, Hey, early votes, we're going to wait to count them to election day. Oh, can you give me one logical, not stupid reason why you would do that? Of course you can. And the reason they love this. Remember the Democrats mantra is Sue to blue. And if you can extend out a race you might lose, might lose, excuse me, the counting of the votes in that race you may lose, when you're about to lose, you just sue. Sue over everything. But you need time. They love this chaos. When Carrie Lake wins this, and I hope she does in Arizona, the governorship of Arizona, I am absolutely confident that mission number one is going to be to clean this whole Arizona disaster up. Call Ron DeSantis. Candidly, call Jeb Bush. You're like, oh, Jeb Bush. I'm not a Bush guy. You know that. But a fact is a fact. After the debacle in 2000 with Bush v. Gore, Jeb Bush and them cleaned up this whole thing. The voting system down here in Florida, done. Done. Third most populous state. Far larger a population in Arizona. Votes counted in. Victor, we know it. Good night. See you tomorrow. That's a fact.
And I know Kerry Lake's going to take care of that. I got a ton of video for you coming up here first. So let's get back to my initial opening. I wanted to get to that first. It's, it's not my, it's not bad enough yet theory. Folks, it's not. It's going to get worse. Honestly, for a lot of liberals, for you, now that the Republicans have the House, the situation, I believe, is stabilized if you live in a red state. If you live in a blue state or in a blue area, I'm warning you it's going to get worse. So this is mainly applicable to blue state areas, but the show applies to everyone. Because remember, it's the blue state, blue congressional districts that still voted in the blue Democrats. So the show is applicable to what happens nationwide. Does that make sense what I'm talking about? If you yeah. live in a red congressional district, a red county, a red state, honestly, with the Republicans controlling the House, they're going to be able to bottle up Biden's nonsense now from destroying the country. You're probably okay for two years. So, you know, breathe easy. Blue areas, you're in a lot of trouble, even if you're a conservative there. I'm sorry to give you the bad news. How do I know that? Because Biden basically vocalized and espoused my it's not bad enough yet message uh, and theory on this, how he's just going to double down like Dinkins did in New York after Giuliani lost, double down on liberal craziness. It's going to get worse. And I think in two years, you are going to see a far different electorate that's not only a good, but a great election. Here is Biden saying yesterday, he's not going to change anything. He's asked by a reporter, hey, 70% of America thinks we're headed in the wrong direction. Are you going to turn this ship around? Not one bit. Here, take a listen. What in the next two years do you intend to do differently uh, to change people's uh, opinion of the direction of the country, particularly as you contemplate a run for president in 2024? Nothing, because they're just finding out what we're doing. The more they know about what we're doing, the more support there is. Do you know anybody who wants us to get rid of the change we made on prescription drug prices and raise prices again? Do you know anybody who wants us to walk away from building those roads and bridges and, and the Internet and so on? There you go. Yeah, you don't need to hear it from me. Hear it from him. Hear it from him. Folks, I never steer you wrong. I never steer you wrong. I told you yesterday that this it's not bad enough yet theory was going to continue because Biden is wholly owned by the radical left. He is a weak man with no spine. No courage. He's a coward. The people around him know it. They know it. You get a beer in him, they'll tell you. He's a coward. There's nothing uh, he loves more, Biden, who keeps lying about himself because he's, in, he's an insecure guy, than to have someone pat him on the back. The only people patting him on the back are the radical leftists. He's a tool. He's a tool. He is a useful idiot for them. It is going to get worse as he continues to push nonsense. He has learned no lesson from yesterday at all. Florida, North Carolina, New York, Arizona. He's learned nothing. There will be no pivot. I'm going to show you what a pivot looks like and how even a Democrat president, it's happened, a Democrat president, when they pivot towards the center, can leave office with pretty high approval ratings by making a pivot. They call it sometimes a sister soldier moment. I'll explain what that is because it's really important. If you're going to watch a political show, you understand it because people reference it on cable TV all the time and they never explain what it is. So when Bill Clinton was president of the United States, he got thrashed in the midterms. Remember the Gingrich revolution, the contract with America? I mean, thrashed like for the ages. It was one of the, you know, it, was, it made last night look like a slow ripple. Uh, excuse me, Tuesday night. It was a disaster for them. Now, Bill Clinton had the Dick Morris types who told him, listen, Bill, 
you just got crushed. It's a clear repudiation of your liberal Hillary care type agenda, your big government stuff, all your nonsense. You're going to have to pivot back to the center if you want to get reelected. It's really that simple. He did. I'm not a uh, folks. I'm not a fan of Bill Clinton. You know that. I, yeah, I just don't want to confuse anyone. I'm simply a fan of politics and pol- political strategy. Bill Clinton got reelected in a monstrous landslide we haven't seen in a long time. He did. He won states he was never supposed to win Bill Clinton because of moments like this, right? This is just one, but there were a number of them. The era of big governments, overspeech. Bill Clinton was speaking at the Rainbow Coalition, and Sister Soldier, who was a a kind of an activist, uh, Sister Soldier had spoken there before, and she had spoken, she had said some things that were unbelievably offensive and racist. They were just horrendous. So Bill Clinton was scheduled to speak there shortly afterwards. And Bill Clinton had an opportunity because people were pressuring him. Like, hey, do you support this? You're speaking there too. Like, you better say something. He didn't have to. He didn't have, he could have ducked the question and catered to the liberal cancel culture crowd, which still existed at the time. Wasn't nearly as powerful as it is now because of social media. And Bill Clinton did this. And this is forever known as the sister soldier moment. And I think this is what it endeared him to a lot of like loose Republicans and independents. Here, take a look for yourself. You had a, a rap singer here last night named Sister Soldier. I defend her right to express herself through music. But her comments before and after Los Angeles were filled with a kind of hatred that you do not honor today and tonight. Just listen to this, what she said. She told the Washington Post about a month ago, and I quote, if black people kill black people every day, why not have a week and kill white people? So you're a gang member and you'd normally kill somebody? Why not kill a white person? Last year she said, you can't call me or any black person anywhere in the world a racist. We don't have the power to do to white people what white people have done to us. And even if we did, we don't have that low-down, dirty nature. If there are any good white people, I haven't met them. Where are they? Right here in this room. That's where they are. I know she is a young person, but she has a big influence on a lot of people. And when people say that, if you took the words white and black and you reversed them, you might think David Duke was giving that speech. Let me tell you, we all make mistakes, and sometimes we're not as sensitive as we ought to be. And we have an obligation, all of us, to call attention to prejudice wherever we see it. A few months ago, I made a mistake. I joined a friend of mine, and I played golf at a country club that didn't have any African-American members. I was criticized for doing it. You know what? I was rightly criticized for doing it. I made a mistake, and I said I would never do that again. And I think all of us have got to be sensitive to that. We can't get anywhere in this country pointing the finger at one another across racial lines. If we do that, we're dead, and they will beat us. Even in Reverend Jackson's new math of this election, it's hard to get to a 34% solution or a 40% solution if the American people can be divided by race. You see it? That, that's, that's what a pivot looks like. Not a fan. Get it. Totally get it. I am, again, a fan of politics and what works. This is what works for Democrats. See, Republicans, we don't have to pivot to the center because we are the center. Economic freedom, school choice, you know, Second Amendment rights. That is the center of America. It is. 
It is. Democrats are not high taxes, crappy public schools, gun confiscation, on-demand abortion. That's not the center of America. Biden's not willing to make the pivot like Clinton was. He's not. You just heard him say it in a clip before. You just heard him say it. What are you going to change? I'm not going to change anything. I told you, the guy is not only insecure, the guy is practically and politically an idiot. I've told you, he has no political instincts at all. None. I can prove it. The only time Biden wins is when Biden does nothing and tribalism takes over. Campaigned from his basement, did nothing, and largely stayed off the campaign trail. It was Obama and Clinton who went out and ginned up to get out the vote. It was not him. He barely showed up. He showed up in New York at the last minute. Here, here's other things you can expect. I told you you can expect no pivot. I was right about that. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. It is going to get better, too, though. Smile a little bit. I say, turn that frown upside down. <laughs> it's going to get a little better. <laughs> Remember that when you were a kid in school? Oh, hell yeah. It is. Why, you know what? Why, you, you're probably like, Dan, it really wasn't that great. Why are you so giddy? Because I really believe we're at an inflection point. I do. I saw it in New York City. I've lived through this before, man. History doesn't repeat itself, but it certainly rhymes. It's an overused cliche, but it's true. I saw it in New York. It needed to get really bad and run the process. Now, you can expect the doubling down of weaponization of government, too. How do I know that? Because Biden just got his ass handed to him the other day on Tuesday night. He did. Not as big as we'd like. Not as big of a hand as we'd like to kind of give him. But we didn't. But we did. He did get his ass kicked. He did. He lost the House. He's probably going to lose the Senate. And you would think one of the issues that really animated a lot of people, obviously, was the weaponization of government. It did. It animated a lot of conservatives and even moderate Republicans and Democrats. The abuse of the FBI, the spying, Mar-a-Lago, the attacks on pro-lifers. This stuff motivated a lot of centrist and, and conservative voters to come out and vote against the Democrat Party, the January 6th fiasco, right? You'd think yesterday Biden would have come out with his own sister soldier moment and said something like, hey, we're going to dial it down. Uh, this, you know, I, I get it. People are starting to you know, distrust institutions. We're going to dial back. We're going to do some internal measures to look at what's going on. Folks, I'm dead serious. Even though the guy is 500 years old and can barely speak a coherent sentence, if he would have said that yesterday and dialed towards the center, I got to tell you, I'd be a little worried. I'd be, I would. I'd be like, uh-oh, we got a Dick Morris thing going on here. Because independents sometimes just don't like, they for, for marketing reasons that the Democrats just don't like us. He can't do it. He's asked about Elon Musk yesterday and gives the most third world North Korea-like answer about if he should investigate Elon Musk. This is, the, this is third world nonsense I've ever heard from the bully pulpit of the White House. Here, listen to this. I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries uh, is worthy of being looked at. Whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate, I'm not suggesting that. I'm suggesting that it's worth being looked at. Um, and uh, um, and uh, but that's all I'll say. There's a lot of ways. Folks, how, again, is, is this North Korea? Are we in Cuba? 
Is this Venezuela? Joe Biden is asked about a private citizen. You know what the answer is? The answer to that question is, I am not the Department of Justice. I'm the President of the United States. If the Department of Justice finds evidence of malfeasance or a crime, I'm sure they'll look into it. Have a nice day. That's not the answer Joey B gave. Because Joey B's got to be a tough guy. Look at me. Check out the pipes. How do you get to Bleecker Street that way? Yeah, it's Joe Biden. The fakest tough guy. I'll take him outside of the gym. Hey, Mac, you want to do a push-up contest? The guy's a fraud. So because he wants to flex his pathetic, rotting corpse of a body, what does he do? He tells the lady and he starts talking to the lady about, yeah, you know, we're going to look into that. We're going to check this out. He's doubling down on the weaponization of the executive branch of government because he doesn't care. He's given everyone the double-barreled family friendly. Folks, remember, one of the hallmarks of a third world socialist, tyrannical, fascist, top-down authoritarian regime, they're all the same way. Top-down authoritarian power. Whatever you call them is for another day. They're all the same. Fascism, socialism, communism. We're in charge. You are not. You can overcomplicate it with all kinds of euphemisms and political philosophies. It, I don't care. They all result in the same thing. A small cabal of people in charge of everyone that abuse them for their own power. This is what Biden wants. One of the hallmarks of third world type abuse of power on authoritarian governments is this. How many times have I said this, Joe? You investigate people in search of a crime. Now, in a constitutional republic where you have rights, the police, federal law enforcement, the executive branch, they investigate crimes and they go and look for the people. Amen. You understand that's all gone now. Right. Joe Biden doesn't like Elon Musk. He's asked a question if they should investigate him. He has zero evidence of a crime or malfeasance at all. None. He doesn't have a single thing. And he's like, yeah, yeah, we're going to look into that. Sound familiar? Who'd they do that with? What was his name again? Joe, I ran for president. That you won't- Donald- oh, Trump. Yeah. Trump. Was that his? Yeah. yeah. Okay, Trump. Just checking. Yeah, double checking. Yeah. yeah. Long time Big, ago. You're a tall guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, yeah they, they, already, they already did that. That's the Trump strategy. Investigate Trump, go and find the crime. Not investigate crimes and then look for people and maybe you find Trump. That's not how any of this works now. Again, you can expect the doubling down. You can't expect it to get worse. But it is going to get better. Smile. I'm telling you, I feel amazing about what happened the other day. Could have felt a little more amazing, but I feel really amazing. The Dan Bongino Show. If you'd like to hear more, subscribe to The Dan Bongino Show wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.